We might be too young to have a spotted cow, but we are both diehard Packers fans. I could talk about this for hours. He was my legend. He was my quarterback one. Taysom Hill, forever in my heart. We have a kind of a reputation of being the young, the young diehard fans. How is that, Dr. Pepper Taysom? Amazing. Hey, good. Let's keep it under 25 minutes, all right? What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 78 of the Underage Packers podcast. We are bringing that energy for week two. We aren't going to have another week like last week for the Packers. You know, we're going to bring as much energy as we can. And then it's on the Packers for to make it an awesome weekend when they face off against the Detroit Lions in their home opener of 2021 on Monday Night Football. Big B, how are you today? I am so hyped. For Monday night. You all know why. I, I think I know why. Certain players making his return. Because uh, Duval Williams, the GOAT, is back at Lambeau Field. Let's go! I would advise everybody to um, not listen to this episode with headphones. You know, just want to throw that out there for some safety precautions. Um Big I will B. Be screaming a lot, so. Um. Let, let me like, let me see. I I need to pull up like a tally mark sheet so I can. You get you're allowed. Um. Maybe fifteen mentions of Jamal in this episode. We have a whole segment for Jamal playing, but you know, let, let's. We got we, we. There is a football game. There is fifty two other players on both teams. I didn't know if you knew that. No, I did not know that. Oh wow. Well, um, yeah. Just wanted to let you know, but. Um, you're wearing a pretty cool jersey that yes. uh, I, I is the most the story behind this is the most bizarre thing to me. If you follow Big B on Twitter, you might have got a, a little glimpse of this. But Big B, just tell it what in the world happened. How did you get that Jamal Williams Lions jersey? All right. Well, first off, Jamal did not send me this, so that's that's one thing. But to our I knowledge. went yes, to our knowledge. But I went to my mailbox this morning or this afternoon, got the mail, and I saw I had a package for from Jane. I don't know who Jane is at all, but it was addressed in Big B. So I guess I figured it was from somebody from Twitter. Yep. And I opened it, and this was in it. Nice Jamal Lyons jersey. Um, and I thought I thought it was this clown right here who sent me it or had it had contacted Jane or Jane contacted him and had him send it to me and stuff but we don't know I don't know who Jane is I he doesn't know either and it's just a big mystery at this point and I don't know and I kind of want to know who Jane is because this is awesome and I love it so much I was literally sitting in seventh uh hour algebra today and I was just like I couldn't focus I was like who in the right mind like just yeah. this kid a jersey. Like there was so and, many... and another weird part is that this isn't my actual size. It's and not many people know my actual size. So bizarre. Yeah. I like we like there's a, there's a few qualifications here that this person was able to get it to you. They yep. know your address. Which is scary. You. Yeah, kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, they know your big b persona yep they, they clearly know i like jamal so. yeah they know you like jamal williams yep and they like 
they're from New Jersey. Yeah. You know, like we know some people from New Jersey. We know Bagler, Perry, Tom Grossi. But to my knowledge, they don't know your address. And yeah, like, I know I know Grassi does. Grassi does know my address. Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. He did. He did send me something. But yes. the like, why they wouldn't, you know, just reach out to you or just put their name beside Jane? Besides Jane, like, why? And and there was no note in the actual package. No last name. No note. No context. Who at all? Yep. Some lady report. Some person reportedly named Jane. Maybe yep. behind uh, behind a pseudonym is Simp Bigby, a uh, hundred dollar plus jersey. <laughs> so if Jane, if you are out there, yes, you are you are a kind kind person. Yep, I love I love this jersey so much. Even though it's a Lions jersey, and um, I feel disgusting wearing it, but it's Jamal, so I will wear it just you because. Got Okay, we'll obviously talk about Jamal Williams a little bit later here. Let's go! Let's go! Okay. Okay. Now, we got some hackers news that we found out today uh, from Matt LaFleur and just over the past few days looking at the injury reports. Uh, Zadarius Smith was dealing with the back injury all of training camp. Um, uh, He was active for week one last week. Uh, he's a very limited role, less than 20 snaps for Zadarius. Most of the outside linebacker snaps outside of Rashawn Gary went to Chauncey Rivers or Jonathan Garvin. This week, uh, Packers made a decision instead of trying to force him out there, a you know, a 70% healthy Zadarius Smith, let's wait and make sure we don't aggravate it either anymore. And let's make sure we can have a hundred percent Zadarius Smith when it matters more. Um, yep. So, Zedarius placed on IR with the COVID rules in place, and hopefully, going much more into the future, he can be promoted from there after three weeks. Next up, another injury, uh, this time on the offensive side of the ball with offensive guard Lucas Patrick. He is currently not participating with a concussion. He played all of the game last week, except on the very last play, he took a hard hit to the head while he fell down and he hit his head pretty hard. So, it's currently out with concussion, not for participating these past two days. So pretty much doubtful that he'll play in this game. Big B, we talk, you know, we're both pretty, pretty versed with uh, what happens at this offensive guard spot because we've talked about it all of training camp, all of the offseason on yep. who might step in that offensive guard. We even thought at some point that Lucas Patrick might not make that starting lineup, might not even make the team. Uh, who do you think slides in for Lucas Patrick if he cannot play this week? Well, I'm pretty positive it's going to be um, John Runyon Jr. going to step into his role. I think that he's going to step in nicely. Like I think we said last week, he's going to step in nicely. He stepped in nicely versus the Vikings last year, week one. And I think it's going to be some valuable reps for John Runyon Jr. if he does get to play versus the Lions. Yeah, six-round draft pick from Michigan, and he's shown how versatile he is. So, yeah, that will be a, a, a worse often, uh, defensive line than the Saints. Yep. Um, next up, we got another injury here. Darnell Savage, uh, he was injured near the uh, – was it the end of the second half? Not that it matters. Um, it was – well, it was on the uh, Zadarius roughing the passer on that interception. So, oh. I don't know what – that was, I think it was third quarter sometime. Yeah, it was a third quarter. Okay, so yeah. when he got that interception, he must have either extended his 
shoulder wrong or whatnot. But anyways, he has a shoulder injury. Um, he has been a limited participant these past two days. But from what Matt LeFleur is saying, it does look like the the up-and-coming safety will be available to play Monday night against the Lions. He does have that extra day to get healthy as well, which will come in handy. Moving on to the Lions injury report, um, both DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams are have been limited participants to all with a chest injury swift with a groin injury. Um, so I, I, I'd assume both of them play though. And their yep. only veteran wide receiver is Tyrell Williams is out of practice with concussion. So if the lions are without Tyrell Williams this week, they're ro- virtually throwing Quintez Cephas out as wide receiver one Wisconsin Badger. Let's go. And then they re-signed Geronimo Allison to the practice squad last week. So I, I'd assume he gets promoted. And that would make quite the quite the reunion. I think we need to – we did this last week with all the former Packers on the Saints. I think we need to continue doing this every week because it's a lot of fun. Um, and there's probably more. I didn't look too in-depth at the Lions roster, and I'm not going to – nobody really cares about the defense tackle that was on the Packers practice squad for two days. Uh, but here's some notable ones. Obviously, the GOAT, Jamal Williams. Uh, the GOAT! Who was uh, signed to the Lions for a two-year, $7 million deal uh, this offseason. And then uh, Tim, the Tim Boyle Laser Show. Backing up uh, Jared Goff. Unfortunately, Timmy uh, is dealing with an injury right now, so he's on injured reserve. So, Obviously, Jared Goff was getting a little bit worried that Tim Boyle was going to take his job. So, um, you know, when Dan Campbell wasn't watching, he just, like, cracked Tim's, Tim's shoulder a little bit. Yep. Um, then you have Geronimo Allison on the practice squad, like I mentioned. And then you have Dom Capers helping hey. out as an analyst on the uh, Lions defense. Wow. Oh, boy. So. Okay. I know Aaron doesn't like to attack over the middle with, with Dom Capers in there. You know, I think that's pretty necessary. <laughs> uh, all right. So the Lions, um, they're not good. You know, you don't need me to tell you this. You haven't needed me to tell you this for 40 years. You know, like the Lions have never been good. Um, yep. But they, they try to make some changes this offseason. We'll see how those end up working for them. The new uh, – I'm talking about their head coach and the quarterback, Big D. Oh, sorry. sorry. Um, their head coach, uh, they moved on from Matt Patricia, and they are now with Dan Campbell, who actually interviewed for the Packers head coach opening back in 2019. Um, so Dan Campbell, former tight end for the Lions, former player, uh, and he's worked his way up, obviously, now to that offense. He's, a, he's a, quite the character. You know, he's talking about fighting off kneecaps. Just he he has a lot of energy. Yes. Uh, They also traded Matthew Stafford, one of their longtime quarterbacks, uh, to the to Los Angeles Rams for a boatload of first round draft picks, uh, and 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 Jared Goff as well, who is their starting quarterback as of now. But other than that, it's the same team that really had a lot of pathetic performances last year. Um, yes, they do have the new, the new, their new running back with 
And if somebody was just looking on their YouTube discovery page and was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll watch this little preview here of this Packers game. And they're just like, good God, can this kid shut up about Jamal Williams? Yep, probably. Yeah, that's your brand, Big B, just people wanting you to shut up about Jamal Williams. I know. People like it, so I have to keep doing it. And I enjoy doing it, so, yeah. All right. Uh, Lions offense. They got Jared Goff. They got DeAndre Swift. They got – I'm not even going to say it. They got uh, TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift are really going to be their two main guys in the receiving game. Uh, DeAndre Swift had a pretty big game receiving. You know, let me pull up the box score of uh, Detroit spot uh, game against San Fran. Uh, 65 yards for DeAndre Swift in receiving last week and one touchdown on eight receptions. So that's, that's pretty good. He was the second, uh, second in receptions for the Lions. So Jared Goff is really going to have to use his checkdowns. They're going to have to scheme up some stuff to get uh, D- TJ Hawkinson, Swift, uh, and then whatever else they can draw up with Mahan Ra, St. Brown, and Khalif Raymond out of the backfield for proceedings. Okay. Now let's talk about the Packers offense here. Not we're not we're not going to talk about every week. They have Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones, but uh, just some updates from last week. Some thoughts here. Uh, oh, Big B, you got? Uh, no, I'm not going to ask you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Packers offense last week. Josh Myers held up pretty well against um, a, a really tough Saints offense uh, defensive line. Uh, Josiah DeGuard is currently dealing with concussion. He, he really, I mean, he looked dead when he, yeah. when he was just laying there uh, last week in Jacksonville. But it was just a concussion. Luckily, it was just yeah, a concussion, God. guys. Don't worry. Yeah. I have CT and be messed up for his whole life. But don't worry, guys. It's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, Big B, what do you think happens here? Because I, I was pretty surprised with how little they used his eye this week. But hopefully Matt Fleur can kind of return to his roots, what worked from last year, when even when Josiah was out, they kept using guys at the H-back position. So who do you think steps in for Josiah this week at H-back? I would say Dre Sternberger, but he is suspended until next week. Yeah, well, they used um, John Lovett for a little bit last year. And then the guy who's going to step in this year, Dominique Daphne, I think, is going to step into that role. You see him a lot playing H-back last week um, when DeGuara went down, and he was the man end of the season last year, catching touchdowns from another GOAT, number 12. So, yep. and I, I'm a big Dominique Daphne fan. Big so Dom Daphne. Big Dom Daphne. <laughs> uh, yeah, I th- that's uh, looking forward to that. He's really good blocker, big body tight end. Yes. Um, for the Lions defense, the Lions defense might be even worse than their offense, for being honest here. They have some uh, guys, you know. They got Romeo Aquara, a pretty good pass rusher. Um, and But their starting cornerback, Jeff Akuda is out for their season, making their cornerbacks pretty thin. Big B. Oh, please, 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 please. Like, I'm just, I'm just, we're recording this episode, and right now I'm just like, dude, I, there's really no reason at all 
that Aaron Rodgers should not throw for 500 yards and five <laughs> touchdowns. There is no reason at all on paper that Aaron Rodgers should not go absolutely off. But, man, last week, they come out there left, like last week, no energy, no feasible game plan. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I'm going to guess that there's going to be more energy since we're actually at Lambeau this time and the crowd will yeah. be in it less maybe maybe yeah. a little bit cooler than 20 uh, 90 degrees you know yeah but we i think we said this we said this last week where there's no doubt aaron Rodgers is going to go throw for 500 yards against the saints defense yeah and then that happened but yeah lions cornerbacks are terrible and i think their safeties are even worse mm. if i'm being You're honest right. yeah yeah i mean but you look back at the Packers versus Lions past performances, man. Like the Lions, it's their teams haven't been too much different over the past five years. But the Packers have really struggled against them. Going back yeah. to 2017, um, the Packers lost four straight games to the Lions from 27. Uh, well, we sucked then too. But um, <laughs> true. It, it was not good. 11 to 35. I mean, that was obviously the game with Sean Kaiser off 2017. But oh, 2000. Lord. Oh, no, no. Wait. 35 to 11 was Brett Hundley. 31 to 0 was Deshaun Kaiser. But even with Aaron Rodgers back um, to open up the season against Detroit in week two, or um, last year opening up uh, Lambeau against Detroit last year was uh, quite the blowout, 42-21. to 21. But to end the later game in the season at Detroit in December, 31-24. to 24. Shoot, man, if they ruled that uh, catch from Kenny Galladay, that toe tap in his favor, man, that might have at least been overtime. I, I don't know. So they got to stay on their A game. And the thing that I recognized last year and the Packers did this a lot on offense last year, was really putting loading on all the points in the first half. And then in the second half, there's, eh. you know, and again, there was some really close games. And the one time that it actually came to bite them was against Indy. But against yeah. Detroit, against Carolina, they really had some poor second half. So, Hopefully that is not a habit that continues into this year. Yeah. And it seems, it seems like the lions are like the only team that green Bay has trouble with every single time we play yeah. them. Like they always play us hard and it's always like a three point game, or like a two point game. It always ends up being like that. It's kind of crazy when, when you really think about it. Yeah. Like that should not be happening. I mean, the, the bears, the Vikings don't do that, but. Yeah, the, the Bears did lose in a close one to Detroit last year, but like looking at like I said, the the home opener last year against Detroit is a one out by our forty two to twenty one. Uh, the other three matches since 2019, 2019 uh, first game at Green Bay twenty three to twenty two. Mason Crosby had to kick a game winner. Uh, that was a fun game to be at, by the way. That was yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then 2019, you had uh, the second game of 2019. Uh, this was – oh, God, God. This was one of my least favorite viewing experiences of all time. 
in 2019 <laughs> to clinch a playoff spot where, I mean, it was the same mindset, like, oh, it's Detroit. They're no, they're no big foe. They're no, we don't yeah. have to be scared by them. And then Aaron Rodgers sucked. I mean, that was the game, if you recall, where he was trying every single play to hit a deep shot and it just wasn't there. And then until Aaron Jones got that uh, with like 10 minutes remaining in the fourth quarter, he started a big drive with a big 20-yard screenplay. They really had nothing going on offense. So the Packers only won that game by three points. And then um, December last year at Detroit, 31-24. to 24. So big tangent, probably unnecessary, but you get the point. Detroit sucks as a team, should be an easy, easy win on paper, but that has not been the case the past few years. Okay, now Um, we can can, uh, talk some more about Jamal Williams here. The GOAT! Okay, Okay. so uh, how about you just take a while. Let's hear your thoughts on Jamal's first game as a Detroit Lion. All right, so last week, are we saying? Yes. Okay. Jamal Williams absolutely balled the hell out versus the 49ers. Probably not really to a normal person, but to me, Jamal Williams balled out at a total of 100 yards, had a touchdown, first ever touchdown as a Lion. I did not know how to feel during that touchdown. Too many mixed emotions around with that. Going to be a lot more mixed emotions this week when Jamal yeah. scores four touchdowns against this Packers defense because, you know, I mean, he's dope. That's going to be like when you uh, have a fantasy – you're on fantasy you're playing against a Packer player, which I don't understand. If Like, if you have mixed emotions because of fantasy, yeah, the door is over there. I'm not even pointing to a door because you can't <laughs> see it and it doesn't matter. The door is over there. Mm-hmm. You can come into my office and leave your G right on my desk. If you have yeah. mixed emotions, if you're like Aaron Rodgers scores a touchdown and you're like, oh man, I'm playing against him in fantasy, get out. Yes. Okay, continue. Yeah. But, um, shoot, what was I was just going to say, I don't know. Blame Brock, Jamal Williams is the GOAT. Um, excited to see him back at Lambeau this week on Monday. It's going to be weird, but also going to be exciting and i'm so excited yeah man i mean when he's the focus of the offense last year against houston shoot he balled out yeah with receiving rushing don't matter yeah when aaron jumps out a few times throughout the year dude he was he was a real player yeah like he whenever he gets his chance in the starting role like he has always balled out houston um um the jets a couple years ago um tampa jones or jones didn't even have a attempt that game until overtime but jamal had 100 rushing yards that game um definitely forgetting about another game Uh but yeah he's always balled out when he has had the opportunity to step into the starting role yeah so we'll have to and i think almost deandre swift kind of gives jamal more opportunities than being in the same backfield as Aaron Jones does not only because Aaron Jones 10 times better, but yeah. just because uh, DeAndre is going to be used so much more in the receiving game. So Jamal can split back sets, uh, have some action, some 
uh, deviation, some motion with DeAndre. He's moving all around over the place, and then you just hand it off to Jamal for kind of a draw type play. But Let's go. I, I, that will be exciting. We'll, I'm sure we'll get plenty of Instagram pictures of Jamal with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, all of his buddies back there. So that'll be exciting. I will be, I will be hysterically crying when I when I will be posting those on my Jamal Williams fan page. By the way, follow my Jamal Williams fan. Page. Yes. What is it? Uh, let's hear that. Jamal Dub Thirty, and I think there's fan as well. I'm not sure. Okay, W right. Yeah, let okay. me see. Let me go on here and pull, see what... Pull it up here. Okay, Jamal Dub 30 fan. Okay, Jamal W 30 fan. No periods or anything? Nope. All right, follow Jamal, uh, Big Beast Jamal Williams fan page. Yes. I think that's all we got for you today. We might be doing a live stream, and I promise for the, the four or five people that were watching there uh, this past week against the Saints, we will be much more prepared if we end up doing a live stream this week. <laughs> And we'll yes. be talking about more stuff than pointless predictions. That's all we oh, – we didn't do score predictions, though. So, Big B, let's hear a score prediction. 31-28 Green Bay Packers. Jamal scores all four Lions touchdowns. So, there you have it. I'm, I think in somewhere in that range um, – um, so I'll say uh, I'll give the Packers one more touchdown with 38 and the Lions. I, I mean, from what they did last week in San Francisco, Jared Goff was able to rally behind a little bit. So the Packers will definitely have to be on their feet for all four quarters. Yes. But I'll, I'll say, yeah, 38, 22. I don't know how they get that 22, but 38, 22. <laughs> That's all we got for you today. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, subscribe to this YouTube channel if you're watching on here. Follow us on the social medias, on Spotify. Give us a good rating on Alpha Music. All of that good, fun stuff that we really appreciate here. Final thoughts? Final words? Jamal Williams is the freaking GOAT. And go Pack Go. All right. Sounds good. Go Pack Go, folks.